Hey, good morning. It's Friday morning. It's good to be with you again as we study God's Word together. It's always a joy to get to uh, spend some time with you each day uh, in God's Word and uh, praying together, reading together, and just uh, being in God's Word together. So I hope you've had a great week as we've if we we'll finish out Galatians chapter two today. So I hope you've had a good week as we've um, dug into this uh, this wonderful book of the Bible, one of my favorites. We're getting, we're really y'all we're fixing it. We're fixing it the sweet spot. I mean, we're fixed to get into some really good stuff in Galatians starting today. Um, so I'm I'm excited about digging into this with you today and uh, in the. In the coming weeks, um, we do hope you have a great weekend. Uh, we'd love for you to worship with us at St. Matthew's. You can join us uh, Sunday at 8.30 or 11 for our traditional services in the sanctuary. Or join us uh, at 9 o'clock for our drive-in service in the parking lot. Or uh, at uh, 11 o'clock in Hard Hall for our uh, contemporary intersection service. It's going to be a great day of worship uh, Sunday at St. Matthew's. And we would love for you to join with us uh, this week. Uh, find out more at stm-umc.org slash worship. And of course, you can join us online as well on our website, uh, stm-umc.org slash live, or on Facebook Live or YouTube. Um, so we invite you to join with us this Sunday for worship. Today we're going to be in uh, Galatians chapter 2. We're going to read, be reading verses 15 through 21. Some good stuff, y'all. Hope, you, hope, hope, you're, hope you're sitting down and buckled in for uh, some really good stuff today. Um, where Paul writes these words. We ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. And by the way, that's Paul being a little, little passive aggressive and a little bit, uh, he's, he's messing with them. With Paul, Paul enjoys messing with people. So I just want to reach why I like Paul so much. Paul enjoys kind of poking you sometimes. So he's poking right now. We're not, we're not those Gentile sinners. You know, we're better than that. So, um, yet we know that a person is justified not by the works of the law, but through faith in Jesus. So it doesn't really matter. We're all in the same boat. And so we have come to believe in Christ Jesus, so that we may, we may be justified by faith in Christ, not, and not by doing the works of the law, because no one will be justified by the works of the law. But if, in our effort to be justified in Christ, we ourselves are found to be sin, sinners, is Christ the, the servant of sin? Certainly not. But if I build up again the very thing that I once tore down, that I demonstrate that I'm a transgressor. For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if justification comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. That last verse is one of the most important concepts you need to understand in all the Bible. We're going to get there in one second. First, I want to talk about what Paul is talking about with the law here. He says, um, he says, but if in our efforts to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have been found to be sinners, is Christ the servant of sin? Certainly not. But if I build up again the very things I once tore down, then I demonstrate that I'm a transgressor. So, so we're not saved by keeping the law. That's very clear. Paul's making that point over again. He said, you know, we're not like those Gentile sinners, but yet we sin as well. So we all are saved through grace in Christ. So he's saying, but if, 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 we're, if we're not saved by the law, we're saved by Christ, if then... If I'm sinful, does that make, does, if I sin and break the law and do the things that I shouldn't do, does that make Christ a servant to sin? In other words, is Christ condoning our sins? If, if we know we're not saved by grace, if we know we're sinful and we sin, then does that matter? Should we just do what we want to and sin as much as we want to? Since we're not saved by the law, we're saved by grace. Shouldn't we just go crazy and do whatever we want? But Paul here says, no, of course not. If, I, if, if I'm freed, but yet I go around making a mess. That doesn't mean the things that I tear up are worthless. What it's saying is that I'm a transgressor. 
So if I break the law, it's not the law's fault, it's my fault. By me breaking the law, it shows that I'm a transgressor. The entire point of the law is this. Paul tells us this in his writings. The best way you can look at the law, the, the Levitical law and the Old Testament law is this. The law was put here to show us that we can't keep it. We can't perfectly keep the law. Paul tells us that over and over again. If you break one part of the law, you've broken all of it. We can't, the law is there to show us that we can't save ourselves. The law is there to show us our own inadequacies and that we need Jesus. The law was there to show us that we need Jesus. The law is like the physical we need to take to show us that we need to lose weight or we need to take, fix our cholesterol or whatever. The law is your physical. That's gonna show you where you're inadequate and where you can't measure up. So if we, one way we look at the law is we look, look at the law and feel defeated like, oh my gosh, I can't keep it, I'm worthless. No, that's not the point. The point of the law is not to make you feel like you're worthless. The point of all this is not to make you feel like you can't do it. By the way, you can't do it. That's not the point. The point is for us to understand that we can't do it and then to understand our great need for Jesus. The law has been given to us to show us our need for Jesus. So Paul's saying, I have been crucified with Christ, and yet he says this famous verse that you've heard before. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives me. Now, uh, verse 19, rather. For through the law, I died to the law. In other words, through the law, because the law was showed me that I'm inadequate. The law put to death my perfection because the law showed me that I could not keep it. Through the law, I died to the law. In other words, through the law and my inability to keep all these things, I had to die to that because I couldn't do it. I died to the law that I may live to God. And I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives within me. And now the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. In other words, my inability to keep the law has shown me that it's useless to try to keep the law. But, so what I've done is I've died to myself. I've died to my sins. I've died to my perfection. I've died to my legalism. I've died to all these things. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives within me. The law has shown me my inadequacies. And the law has shown me that I can't do it. So the law made me die to the law to let go of these things and to not, to not insist upon my own perfection. And here, verse 21 is the kicker. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if justification comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There it is, y'all. That's the gospel. If you can earn your salvation, if you are good enough, if you can do enough, if you're perfect enough, if you can do it yourself, then Christ died for nothing. If you're that good, you've got it all figured out, and you're that perfect, then Christ died for nothing. The cross of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, purchase our salvation and our victory. We do not do it on our own. Let me be very clear. We do not win our salvation. We do not earn our salvation. We don't do it for ourselves. If Christ, it, it, if justification comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. If we can do it ourselves, y'all, then what did Jesus come from, come for? 
If we can do it ourselves, then why did Jesus come? If we can do it ourselves, then what's the point of all this? If we can do it ourselves, then just go be a good person. Don't worry about it. But here's what you're going to find to try to be a good person. You're not going to be good enough. Because even your good work is going to be laced with pride and in all manner of sin. It's not you plus Jesus equals salvation. It's Jesus equals salvation. If there's anything, if there's anything that you have to do to earn your salvation, you're saying that Jesus Christ did not do enough. If there's anything you have to do to earn your salvation, you're saying Jesus Christ did not do enough. And y'all, that's simply not the case. Christ, Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson state and he washed it white as snow. It's not me plus Jesus equals salvation. It's Jesus equals salvation. My job's not to earn it. My job is to accept it. My job is to follow it. My job is to let he, what he says here. That I may live to Christ. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. We die to ourselves. We allow Christ to live through us. We allow Christ's grace and his power and his mercy to live through us. I do not nullify the grace of God. For if justification comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Today, y'all, there's nothing you have to do to earn salvation. There's nothing you have to do to earn God's approval. There's nothing you have to do to make God love you. He loves you as you are right now. Your job is not to earn it. Your job is to accept it and to realize it, that you're loved. If Christ, if, if I could earn my salvation to keep the law, then Christ died for nothing. That's simply not the case. So today, you're loved. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. May Christ live through us. May Christ live in us. May Christ surround us. May Christ call us. May we live in his mercy each day. So, praying for you. Know that you're loved. Hey, have a great weekend. We'll see you uh, Sunday morning for worship, hopefully either in person or online. Uh, have a great rest of your day. See you then. Thanks for watching today.